Hi, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to another edition of Craft Beer Bucket List. We are rocking episode 24 of season 2. And when I say we, I mean me and my best bro, Mike. We're going to drink some beers and tell you how good and or bad they are. And you're going to like it. Or not. It's just whatever. What's up, Mike? Can you stop <laughs> me from this rambling? <laughs> I, I swear in my mind, I heard some other rhymes that could go along with that. And they shall not be repeated. Best oh, bros. That's a- going after the nasty beers beers yeah that that works yeah uh yeah well man um tonight you and i are just gonna both share a couple beers so we're not gonna do the typical style here just because we wanted to change it up so we're both we got two beers we're both gonna drink them we're gonna talk about them and um tell you what's tell you the good tell you the bad and tell you the huckleberry hound um so tonight in front of me right now i've got the Einstock Olgaard White Ale. And I don't know if I said that right. Probably not. Uh, they're going to have to forgive me. I'm trying my best. Um, this is a Belgian wit beer. And then, so this is a beer I picked up. And then uh, a beer you picked up and we swapped. Uh, you picked up the Grand Canyon Throwback L, uh, And we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute uh, with the collaboration or uh, I guess the the purpose of the beer has a kind of a unique story. Anyway, I'm kind of excited. This is uh, I've I want I really want to try both of these beers. A because they sound delicious, but B it's been a Monday, and I need them. Oh, I understand that. So uh, I tell you, I'm I've been pre gaming just a little bit. Only one beer. Yeah, tell but, me what, what, are you, what are you pre gaming with? So. You know, I'm a big fan of Rough Tail Brewing at Oklahoma City, and I picked up their pale ale, and uh, this is killer. I love this beer so much, dude. I'm a huge fan. Uh, it's got some mosaic and Eldorado hops, and they go together very well. Um, it's kind of low IBU for what it is, especially considering it's got the mosaic hops. But, dude, it is so clean, so refreshing. And I think this is going to activate my palate for the other two ales that we're going to be talking about as we move along the podcast tonight. Very nice. Did, did I tell you? <laughs> I got to get oh, a beer. Gosh. Can I crack this? Please do. All right, here we go. You ready? And a one, and a one, and a one, two, three. Wow. That sound okay? I seriously thought I just watched SpaceX launch a new craft into orbit with what I just heard. Wow. <sighs> I don't even want to open mine now. You just got to open it and go with it. So when you said your uh, the beer was killer over there, I just thought of the song Killer Queen. Um. Anyway, it just stuck in my head for a second. Anyway, so that song was playing in my head as I drank my first drink from 
Einstock, Ulgard. Pop your beer, yo. Do it, do it, do it, do it. I'm getting all like, I'm prepping over here. I'm like, do it, do it, right? do it, do it. All right, here we go. That's like a shotgun. Boom, done. Yeah, man. I tried to open it like uh, I was a dude on the picture of the can. This dude looks like a... I don't know. He, he looks bad arse. You know, I wanted to ask you, when, when we talked about these beers a couple of weeks ago, did you look at the can art and pick these out on purpose? Uh, so I don't remember at this point um, because... I'm not going to say I didn't because, I mean, I, I would have looked at this and picked it up because of that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, because we have a, a Viking warrior on this Einstock, right? Mm-hmm. And on the other one, and, and I'll come right back to this, but on the, the Kachina, it looks like we have a uh, a wolf warrior with a hockey puck. And you know, it looks what? like he's ready to do damage. That was this is none of this is on purpose. It's just awesome coincidence. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wish I wish I had that much, you know, foresight. Right, right, right. Yeah. Hey, it works out. Yeah. But so I know you've already taken a few sips of this Einstock, dude. Tell me a little bit about it so I can jump in on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a Belgian wit beer. Um, and, and I like wit beers. They're one of my favorite beer styles overall. Um, they're probably top five. It is from... A curiae, a curiae, Iceland. Um, I, it's so yeah, and so I read somewhere that it's like sixty miles south of the Arctic Circle. So I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. Um, as far as the the taste of it, so you know when you smell it, you can kind of smell that uh, the coriander, orangish, orange smells um and right. you know the typical whip beer kind of thing and then when um when you drink it you know i'm getting a little bit of the a little bit of the orange pill uh, a little bit of the coriander um a little bit of that mild clove um type banana type taste um it just seems really Really well done with the, with the, the slight hoppiness to it, I, you know. And I don't know exactly how to dance around what I'm trying to say here, but I think it's a, a well balanced beer as far as the flavors go. Um, this is this is a crushable beer. I think that's the um, that's the good part about this beer is it tastes good and it tastes light enough and all that that man, this one would go down easy. It is going down easy. Right. You know, I got to be honest, Mike, this beer kind of confuses me a bit. Why is that? So uh, in in our show notes, you know, I'm I'm seeing some stuff about this beer. And I agree, it's got the orange in a, or the orange peel, some coriander. But for me, this is really, really heavily carbonated. And yes. what's a mouthfeel, this yeah. drinks like a Pilsner not really a, a wit beer. No, it's, it's got a little bit um, more carbonation than I would expect from a wit beer. I'll give you that. 
Yeah. And uh, like the flavors, because I don't know, man, it doesn't match the mouthfeel for me. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but upon drinking it and, and going over just what little bit I know about this up front, it's like, um, okay. So you're saying it has like the mouthfeel of like a Stella? Uh, maybe, yeah. Stella Artois, Artois, however you say that. Well, I could, so, so I, 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 as far as the mouthfeel goes, I, I would not specifically disagree. The flavors I'm getting, I, so I just let it sit on the tip of my tongue and it tastes like butter. It's like, I mean, like it's got a weird, I'm going to try to do it again. Mm, that's weird. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. That's not, sorry. I said butter. Now I'm getting a different flavor, so I don't know what's going on. It is kind of buttery. Okay. It It is. And on the tip of my tongue, after leaving it sit there, like you said, it kind of feels like a, kind of feels like I had butter on my tongue. That's different. Not a, not a bad thing. It's different. So I'm getting like a, an earthy, and maybe that's the hops, right? And, and I don't know what hops are in this beer, but maybe a slight earthiness kind of left on the tip of my tongue as well. So I, I tell you what I like about this is it's, it's a good balance. So it's, you know, like it's some of the wit beers and I like them to be a little bit kick. I like them with a little kick, um, but this one doesn't have quite the kick. Um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have quite the punch of flavors, um, but it's still really well balanced overall. And uh, I think if it was dialed back on the carbonation a bit, it may have been like a, I mean, this is a solid beer anyway, don't get me wrong, but I think it could, like you said, you know, the, the, the carbonation for me is a little much, but. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of burps out of this beer, Mike. Like, no, I'm doing my best to hold these back away from the microphone. If they come through audience, I apologize, but this is a very burpy, very burpy beer. Yeah. And not the exercise burpees, like burpees like the gas burpees like the gas burpees yes the burpees that say you had too much beer burpees correct so i mean overall i I like this beer i think it's you know it's pretty straightforward as far as some of the flavors that come through um you know it's the first beer from iceland that i know of that i've had so uh kudos for that um you know, I think it's, I think it's interesting. I, I really dig the can art. I think that's cool logo, you know, with a kick arse beard. Yeah. I mean, no, it's, I, I like the simplicity of it. You know, we're looking at a, at a two tone, you know, palette here, the off white, almost silver background. And then like this blue silver that they used for literally everything else printed on the can. Yeah. Um, I like the huge Viking or Norseman, whatever he may be. Yeah. And uh, you see him on here twice. There's on the backside of the can. He's, he's very prevalent top to bottom. Now uh, there's a little double. I'm, I'm assuming those are axes. And it looks pretty cool. It looks very tough. 
Um, then the front of the canyon you know, has him again, and it shows that they're at 65 degrees north, 18 degrees west. It gives you a rough idea where they're at. And uh, so, yeah, it's very. I like this. You know, we've, in several episodes ago, we talked about the clean can art, very simple yet very prevalent and noticeable. So, kudos to the graphics designer who put this together. Yeah. So, um, man, you know, I just, I just think it's a, it's a well-rounded beer, I guess. Overall, uh, this is a beer that I yeah. can buy a six pack and, you know over the course of an evening, kill a six pack of it. Oh yeah. These are definitely crushable. And uh, so this is a first for me. I don't know that I've ever had anything with Icelandic water in it. So very, very clean. Yeah. First time. I think our friends that brew beer in the Rockies might be jealous. (laughs) Not going to name any names. So (laughs) that one, that one um, company that does that one thing. Yeah, they're going to jump on the not gold bullet and build a pipe from Iceland to get some better water. <laughs> or they just pay somebody and make it up there and ship it over here. And Yeah, they're probably more cost effective. You know also, what? I, I'm with you. Yeah. So, yeah go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I, I was going to say, what, what kind of rating would you give this and what kind of food would you pair with it? Uh, so for me, it, where it is super crushable, it's easy to drink. Um, it's not really what I look for in a wit beer, where I appreciate this is different. Uh, this is my first beer from Iceland, so several firsts here. I like the beer. It's not one I'm just going to look forward to going back to. Um, again, for me, it's way over carbonated. That takes away some of the experience from me. Um, I like some of the flavors. But I don't want banana, bubble gum, or clove in a wit beer. I want to save that for a half of bison. Um, I'm going to give this a seven. Okay. So I still want it to be on the craft beer bucket list. I think folks should definitely try this and see if their taste bros appreciate it. Um, it's kind of a reluctant seven. So I'm not hating it. It just it's not what I want. Right. Yeah. So and for a food pairing. Um, I mean, this is a, I'm going to circle back to a, an old favorite, Mike. This for me would be a great hot wing beer. Um, okay. just hot Buffalo sauce. Um, nothing special, no crazy flavors, just hot, spicy hot wings. Yeah. And uh, with some blue cheese, I'm a huge fan of those big, bold flavors. And I think, uh, having that big punchy blue cheese flavor and having a, a, a beer like this, mm-hmm. uh, would pair really well. So I know that's super run of the mill, super boilerplate, but that's that's what I would do with this beer. Well, I'm gonna kind of step it. Up. I'm gonna give this beer an eight. Um, I think for me, I do enjoy the flavors it has. I wish it was a little bit more bold in some areas, and I wish the the carbonation was dialed back just a smidge. But beyond that, I think it's a very well done beer. So I'm gonna give it an eight. Um, overall and you know and i'm not disagreeing with anything you have to say i think you've made all good points too i just for me personally i must give it a slight uptick from there and as far as food pairings uh you know for the life of me i can't get over thinking about some um some street tacos so uh 
you know, and I was thinking of something a little bit spicy too. So it's kind of funny you went with hot wings and then I'm sitting here thinking some spicy street tacos, you know, right on. Uh, whether that be uh, chicken, chorizo or something like that, but it's just something with a little kick um, to kind of go with it. So that's interesting that we both kind of went in the same direction with the, the food. That's kind of cool. That is cool. You know, and it makes sense to me, you know, <clears throat> anyone that's listened to us for any length of time knows that, Hot wings and tacos are two of our food groups. <laughs> and uh, so we've paired a lot of beers with both of those. Um, and we've got some kind of off-the-wall foods with some of our stuff here, but I like that we kept it, we, we kept to our roots with this beer. I think it fits well with both. Yeah. I really do. No, I agree. I, you know, so overall, I think um, Einstock Olgaard, Olgaard, I think that's the name of the brewery, Einstock Ogaird. And, um, you know, they're in Akurirai, Iceland. And I know I butchered that, but uh, overall, I think it's a good uh, impression uh, on me of Iceland beer. So, you know, they they, they came in, they uh, made a solid impression, and we're going to, you know, if I ever see something else out there, so I'll probably pick it up just to tr- check it out. So... Uh, I'd be willing to try more of their beers. I mean, this was, it was very clean, very crisp, right? Yeah. And I, and I did like that about it. I don't want to, anyone to think I'm bashing this beer because I'm not. It does have some quality notes. Um, I would, I would look forward to trying some more of their brew and see if I don't like those a little better. Yeah. I'm trying to, so, I mean, we, you can check them out anywhere at Einstock Beer. Um, that's on, uh, the website, the Twitter, the Instagram, uh, or actually Instagram, and Facebook, that's just Einstock, E I N S T O K. Einstock. And you know what? I could be, I could, I may not even be saying that right. We've said that over and over again. I'm not even sure if that's correct, but that's what it looks like in all honesty. Einstock. That's how I would read it. Yeah. But you know, they say Icelandic is uh, the, the hardest language on the world to speak or in the world to speak. That's what they say? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fact check me. All you guys listening, fact check me. Um, but their language is very, very specific and very unique. Ray, do you know how you catch Sorry. a unique rabbit? I've heard this before, but I don't remember. Humor me. Unique up on it. Unique up, yep. Wah, wah, wah. It's a dad joke for your for your ultimate dad joke personality. That. That is definitely a dead joke, Mike. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. I like those, though. Good beer. Good beer. Very good beer. Satisfied with it, yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, But, yeah. uh, Yeah, I like this. Yeah. I'm good. Yep. So, here we we go on to something different. Oh, yeah. Break time. Different. Yeah. Break time. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. All right, welcome back, everybody. I imagine many of you, many of you will be uh, very happy to hear a new commercial come season three. <laughs> uh, yeah, we think so, we're pretty. Yeah. yeah, we think we're pretty funny, and then uh, you know, twenty something episodes in, you're just like, all right, I get it. Um, but uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ruin the surprise of what we're gonna do for season three yet. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, but what I am gonna ruin for everybody 
No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to ruin it. I'm going to have another beer. You ready for this, Ray? Yes. Let me let me hear it. You sure? No. All right. right. And ahead. a one, a two, a one, two, three. Does that sound okay? That sounded fantastic. Let's hear yours, so, yo. Yeah, but before I do that, you know what's I Googled this the other day, Mike. And uh, this is total fake news, by the way. It's fake news. Like F-A-C-K-E, fake. Okay. Dairy podcasts are up by 29% globally. <laughs> that is some fake news. <laughs> Good grief. Now, really, it's more like Waukegan, Wisconsin, or <laughs> Illinois. Wherever Waukegan is, that's where dairy podcasts are up by 29%. I, I don't wow. know if that has anything to do with craft beer bucket list, but um, just promoting no, it's all fake. All fake. Dairy podcast. <laughs> I'm just trying to fit in. Fake news. Uh, here's, here's my can crack. You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm going to get uh, That's really good. So, what, folks, what we're drinking here is the Kashina Throwback Ale. It is a 4.9% uh, ABV uh, by the Grand Canyon Brewing Company. And uh, so, this one is uh, this is a beer that they reimagined to, to help with their partnership with the Arizona Coyotes. So, it's the official craft beer of the uh, NHL, NHL Arizona Coyotes. I had to think about it for a second. So it's a it's an it's a wheat ale, so it should be you know it's going to be real clean and light. Um, so I'm anxious to hear what you have to say about it, Ray. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm waiting with bated breath. Ooh. So I took a huge whiff of this beer and a quick drink, and it immediately made me want to throw something at your teeth. <laughs> What? Oh, man. So I am not a hockey player, but I just wanted to throw a black piece of plastic at your face. Yeah. <laughs> this is a hockey beer, Mike. <laughs> it is a hockey beer. <laughs> wow. I didn't yeah. know I had it in me. I'm a pretty nonviolent guy, but I'm about to be like, oh, I'm going to just do damage. I want to start a fight now. <laughs> oh, man. So... Uh, tell me what you think about the actual beer besides your uh, affinity for hockey and uh, brawls. Yeah, I'm not really a huge hockey fan, but I just got in the mood. It's like, wow, I don't know how they did that. And when I say start a fight, I'm going to circle back. Like, not a fist fight, but like a, a fight in the hockey rink, like during the game. I don't want to in any way promote violence unless it's hockey. And there it's like you expect it. It's not hockey if there's not random violence. What's well, like my grandpa used to say? He went to a fight and a hockey game broke out. Mm. Oh, exactly. You know, I've been to a, a few Tulsa Oilers games, and they're certainly fun to watch. You know, that's yeah. our AAA team, I think, in AAA whatever it's called for hockey here in Tulsa. Yeah, and they're a lot of fun. Um, but but in any case, I'm going to circle back. Sorry. No, that's all right. Yeah. Um, this is this is a really clean and easy to drink beer. It, it has a huge aroma up front, which is nice. Um, this is definitely a, a darker ale than the last one that we just drank, and uh, I, I like it. I'm, I'm kind of, 
surprised at how much I like this. I mean, I like dark ales, but sometimes these collaborations don't go the best or they water it down to, to suit the flavor or the, the, the taste bros of the masses, if you will. Yeah. And I don't think they pulled any punches on this pun completely intended. Um, I, I think they waka did a waka. good job. Waka waka. Yeah. So I'll, I'll uh, let you kind of give your take on that, but that's just my initial impressions. All right. So this is where honest Mike is going to be honest is I don't like it. Oh, uh, I didn't yeah. See that coming. Yeah. So it's, I can tell when I don't like a beer, but other people might like it. And that's where this is hitting for me. So I don't want to sit here and dog it because I know that other people probably will like a lot about this. So the smell, um, you know, it's got a little bit of bread to it. Um, but the, the taste, man, like the sourness to me hits way strong. Um, mm. you know, for, and for a wheat beer for me, uh, being real sour to me, that just doesn't, I don't know. The, the flavor for me is not anywhere close to what I, what I like. Um, I'm going to say that, I th- so I'm going to try to pick out the good stuff. I think the, the body and the carbonation are really well done. So I think it's got a good, uh, light to medium body. Carbonation's a little bit dialed back, which I, I like. Um, I don't know. Other Beyond that, I like the can art. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the taste for me just isn't there, man. Uh, so what I'm going to do is because I know myself, I'm going to take myself out of the rating of this beer um, and just say, honestly, it's not my style of beer. If I was, so I'll say this, if this is a beer I tried on untapped, if I was checking it on untapped, which I probably will at some point, I would not rate it. And so, and here's what I'm saying when I, when I do this is, is I'm not, I'm not avoiding rating it because I think it's bad or because I don't want to have an opinion. Cause I've already told you my opinion. It's, I don't like it, but it's my honest effort to say, I know that it's me, not the beer. So when I have a beer, that's just not a good version of the style, I'll be honest and I'll rate it. If I have a beer and I don't like it and I can tell it's because of the style beer or what they try, what they're trying to do, I won't rate it. On untapped, I don't know how you know what I'm talking about. I, I do. Yeah, so that's where I'm, that's what I'm going to do with this beer, uh, and because of that, I'm going to say I probably can't food pair it very well either. Um, so again, the the body is very very on point, low to medium. Um, the carbonation's dialed back, which I like. Um, the can art is really darn cool. I just dig it. I think it's cool. Um, you know, and I'm like you. I'm not. Uh, historically a hockey fan um, growing up, it wasn't a thing. I remember very distinctly when the Dallas stars came to that, da- well, when the stars came to Dallas and they were really good. But at that point I'd already kind of passed the, the young impressionable point of my life. So while I while I didn't mind them, I really wasn't a fan. Um, and it's odd because I grew up a huge Mavericks fan and they were not good when I was young but they were around and basketball was cool. Um, so I didn't get into hockey 
like that. I do enjoy going to a hockey game, but been in the Tulsa games as well, like you have. So I like the can art. I like the body. Uh, I like the carbonation. I'm going to let you talk about it a little bit more and fill in the gaps. Right on, man. So this isn't my favorite beer I've ever had, right? Uh, but I, I kind of like it. This makes... I'm trying to, I know what I'm trying to say. I'm I'm trying to piece together some words here. You know, there's a certain expectation of the quality of beer when you go to an arena, right? To watch a big sporting event or, or a concert, whatever. It's typically not the best beer you've ever had in your life, right? It seems a little flat. Um, there's some stuff that's just not right with it, but you don't mind because you're out with friends, you're at an event, you don't care. And I think we have a craft beer version of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I I kind of like it. Like I said, it's not my favorite beer. It's not blowing me away. But sitting in my home office in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, during a pandemic, I feel like I am reliving some of these experiences because of this beer. Right. And for me, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and so it is clean. It is refreshing. It's, it is a little sour. It, it is. And, uh, and that's not bad. It, it's for me, it's not as sour as maybe it was for your taste bros. Um, yeah. I am picking up a little, maybe some bitter, bittery. I want to say lemongrass, but that's not right. But like a, just a grassiness, if you will. Huh. Um, I'm not getting anything bready really out of this. Um, I, I I'm not picking that up. It might be. I think I heard you mention that. So, I mean, overall, this is definitely a crushable beer. You can drink a ton of these because I think it's fairly low carbonated. Or maybe they just sit and let it go flat for a while before they can it and ship it out. I don't know. <laughs> but how many times have we been to a ball game together or apart and we just had flat bu- beer? Oh yeah. It's part of the That's experience. Just, it exactly. And I wonder if they didn't go for that. It's like, we'll distribute this and get this to people and let them have that experience without going to the ballpark to have a lesser quality beer experience. It almost sounds backwards, but if yeah. that's what they're shooting for, they nailed it. Yeah. And I think the best way possible. <laughs> I just think about ballparks. Like you go to whatever kind of game it is, you know, you get a, you get a, a beer, but you also get a hot dog and you get you get one of two hot dogs. You either get the hot dogs. that's not really warm anymore. So it's kind of like lukewarm and you got to add oh, mustard right. you know, or something to it just to eat it. Or you, yes. or you get the, or you get the hot dog with the, it's, they just pulled right out of the water. And so it's, you get the soggy bun. And I'm right. ah. so, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like I remember going to the, the Cubs game and having a hot dog there. Cause you got to do it right. And it, it oh, wasn't yeah. soggy. It was it was nice and hot, and it wasn't soggy. And I was like, "Whoa, they're a little bit more serious about their hot dogs in Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> right?" Which is true, you know. But anyway, you know that yeah. makes me think of oh my gosh, what are these things called? Um, Hermit crabs. When you close. I want to say it's a Sheboygan. A Sheboygan. 
Um, I've been to a couple of Kansas City Royals games and also Kansas City Chiefs. Um, full disclosure, I'm not a huge fan of either of those teams, but Kansas City is not that far away from Tulsa. And the tickets are usually fairly reasonable as far as the prices go. So if I want to go to a pro game, it's a lot cheaper than going to Dallas for one of those teams, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's the Sheboygan, this massive hot dog you get at uh, either stadium there. And, dude, they're massive and fantastic. I've never had a bad dog at either stadium. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, Sheboygan is in Wisconsin. Is I mean, it's a place. Right? I believe so, yeah. It's it's up there. Uh, I mean, I want to say it's close to Milwaukee, but, I mean... I don't. I'm not gonna say I'm really good at my Wisconsin geography. So anyway, Sheboygan. Yeah, and somebody's gonna hear this and, and blast this on social media if I got it wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's been a few years since I've been to a game, but I think they're Sheboygan. I don't know, but we're gonna uh, say you're thinking, right. Uh, I mean, yeah. Did you hear me trying to pronounce the place in Iceland? I, I did, and you did better than I could do, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm just saying, this, if this is the episode to get stuff wrong in, you know, then so be it. This is it. Yeah. So, so right. Mike, I, I, I will tell you this, though. I'm I'm, I'm a little sad. Sad. Um, yeah, I, I, I know how you are on Untapped. We've had this conversation before. Yeah. But this is craft beer bucket list. Yeah. Like, the people demand a number from you, Mike. If, if I was going to honestly rate this, I'd probably get it a four or five. See, th- there you go. That's all we needed, man. Yeah. That's that's to your taste, bros. It's not to say it doesn't deserve to be on the bucket list. Um, I think that's exactly what it does. Yeah, I can say for me, it's not going to go. I, I would not advise people to drink this because I didn't like it. Yeah, and, and that's fair. That's fair. We always talk about it. It's your yeah. rating. Um, it's nothing against the brewery. It's nothing against the beer. It didn't speak to your taste, bros. Yeah. And I think the people demand that we provide that. Otherwise, they'll stop listening to us. Yeah. You know, we don't want that. We're, we're here to be fair and honest. Folks, we don't want to run you off. We love you. So, so but no, that's that's fine. And uh, yeah. So I think right. that would be the, the What would you first. rate it? Come on. What would you rate it? So for me, uh um, I'm torn between two numbers. And <laughs> the middle. <laughs> I'm teetering. Oh gosh, that's going to be even more refraction. Um, because I'm, I'm teetering two point nine to three point four four. Yeah, it's not quite that low. I'm I'm between a, a six point five and a seven. And wow. uh, we've talked about our threshold. It's seven and above belongs on the craft beer bucket list. Six point nine and below does not, right? Uh, yeah, and it doesn't matter if, my, if we're going to average them out. Either way, that's going to fall below the threshold. It it will it will. Um, but I'll defer to you. If you give this yeah. a seven, I'll defer to Raynell. No, and that's fair. So. Like I said, I, I kind of liked it, and I liked it more for the the, the reminder of the experience versus sure. the the inherent flavor of the beer by itself. Yeah. Um, if I was just to have this on its own, knowing nothing about the beer, the brewery, I'd probably be a little turned off, right? Yeah. 
but knowing it's a collaboration for a hockey team and seeing that the, the brewery probably put in an effort in to go to that, I, I, again, I think it's kind of cool. I can take that experience home and have it in my own, you know, comfort zone, comfort area. And like, oh man, this sure. reminds me of being at a game. Yeah. Um, that for me is kind of the saving grace of this beer. And so, you know what? I'm going to give it a seven. I'm going to. I know you would. Um, yeah. Because uh, may, you go I am a softy, and I'm thinking about you know the the public as much as I am the brewery, because there's just some folks that can't get to a game for any consortium of reasons, and that maybe they've heard people moan and gripe about this the sucky beer. They're like, man, I want that experience. Yeah, right. And well, they well they can get it. And again, <laughs> I'm not taking away from Grand Canyon. We've had several of their other beers, and they were killer. Right. Yeah. Um. So again, I'm a, I'm a fan of this brewery. I look forward to going back to Arizona and hopefully to visit the brewery and try some of their beers or more of their beers rather. <laughs> um, but this one is just hitting really low for, for what I like or what I would look to, to spend my hard earned dollars on again. Sure. Um, I think I would enjoy this more actually at the game than not. But if I want that experience and be away, I think it's a cool go-to. And, yeah. uh, I, and for my food pairing, I want one of those, janky ass hot dogs the kind that you can bend and it doesn't break that's what i want i want that's the what, nasty that's what ass. down is ray is recommending the janky ass hot dogs <laughs> i want that fluorescent cheese like the glow-in-the-dark cheese that's what i want you and gotta leap out some stuff sorry um now those words i typically let fly there's several other choice words that that usually i'll bleep out i don't i think ass and is fine what about butt would you beep out butt no i don't want janky butt cheese think about that janky butt cheese i'm just saying if if, (laughs) as far as bleeping (laughs) out would you bleep out the word butt uh no i would not what if i said front butt (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that ah I don't know what I would do with that. Uh, I just said I'll it. have to. <laughs> you did say it. Um, so maybe I'll just mark this episode with explicit content and just uh, not censor anything. Ah, dude, just, just, just. Yeah, okay. I don't think we have any like ten-year-olds listen to our podcast, so. I, I hope not. I hope not. But uh, with with all the things going on, you know, in in the world right now, we are post election and i'm not getting into any politics on this podcast i refuse to do it there's a time and a place for that but there's a lot of other social media culture and stuff going on with with censorship or people feeling like they're censored and i don't want to do that like i just we talk we say what we say and i just want it to be that yeah but there are a few words that i leave in and i do bleep out okay well um front butt (laughs) (laughs) oh you're gonna make me work so hard in post I love you, Mike. Uh, you don't have to bleep it out. You're going to mark it explicit. Oh, you're right. So I'm not even going to worry about it. Yeah. I might just bleep out some random words because yeah. we talked about it. People are be like, yeah. what are all these for? They're going to get to this part of the episode and be like, ah, that's funny. I get it. Yeah. It's because we're dumb. Hey, uh, so I know it's getting about to be that time where we have to wrap this up. So uh, let me give a quick recap. Is that all right? Yeah, absolutely do it, bro. All right. So uh, Ray and I shared two beers. Actually, he did a pregame beer, um, and he's going to post it on Instagram. 
for all to see uh, and, and Twitter and Facebook and all that. So go check out Ray's pregame beer. Uh, I promise next time I'm going to try to have a pregame beer to share with y'all. Uh, so anyway, we, we share two beers tonight. The Einstock Olgaard White L. It's a Belgian uh, wit beer. And then uh, we had the Grand Canyon Throwback L, which is a collaboration or a beer to commemorate the partnership between um, Grand Canyon Brewing Company and the Coyotes. Ray, uh, you rated the White L a seven. I gave it an eight. It's a seven five overall. Uh, that goes on the craft beer bucket list. The Grand Canyon Throwback L. Mike uh, reserved his right to remain anonymous on his ratings. Uh, overall, you gave it a seven. Um, that also goes on a craft beer bucket list. And the best part of the night is that you recommended we eat janky ass hot dogs with the throwback. <laughs> It's so much funnier hearing somebody else say it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. We got two beers on the craft beer bucket list. Ray, I'll let you take it out, yo. <laughs> I'm trying. I can't stop laughing. I muted myself for a second to gather myself, and I failed. Oh, so whoo, deep breath. Woosa. Thank you, everybody, so much for hanging out with us tonight. I hope you enjoyed listening to Mike and I ramble on about these fantastic craft beers. And an international beer, by the way. I think that's our third international beer here on Craft Beer Bucket List. But anyway, look at the show notes of this episode. Check out the breweries. Visit their homepage. Also, check out their social medias. Give them some thumbs up, likes, and shares. Drop them a line. If you want to try these beers, hit them up and see if they distribute in your area or if they can ship them to you. Otherwise, while you're on the social medias, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Give us those likes, thumbs up, and shares and all that good stuff. Be sure to tag us in the beers that you're trying. Maybe uh, we'll pick one of those up and review it on a future episode. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys all over the podcast world. Whether you're finding us on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get a podcast, thank you so much for those five stars. Be sure to visit us at anchor.fm slash list. And if you want to show us some love, click that support page and do what you do there. Otherwise, please, please, please never drink and drive, but do drink local, and we'll see you all in the next episode. Adios!